This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, now in our sixth season, looking into the exciting happenings at Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Mikey Penty-Smith and this is the flagship show and today I'm joined by two fans with over 80 years experience of watching the town between them. It's Craig Fimbo and David Diamond. How are you both? Yeah, you're pretty good. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah. How, how's my maths? I'll, I'll, I'll just I tell you what, Craig, I'll own up to fifty of those. If you I was going to say, yeah, what's the proportion we're, we're dealing with? I'll, I'll, I'll own up to fifty, and it <laughs> pretty much is actually. Yeah, <laughs> just for any any uncertainty out there. Excellent, and you will, of course, be um, following the town next weekend. Some news that came out of today was that um, we now have a fixture next weekend. Obviously, that was originally down to be the Charlton game. Uh, Charlton had international players in the squad and decided not to play the game without them. Um, so, yeah, we're playing Blackpool away now on Saturday. Um, Dave, yeah. you were dead against us cancelling fixtures last season, mm. so you must feel that this is a positive. I don't know if I... <laughs> <laughs> After yesterday, I'm not sure if it is. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's very much that we lost the continuity like, this time last season, without doubt, you know. Um Definitely. But um, yeah, I sort of looking at it. Yeah, when I saw it today, I must admit I was sort of slightly, oh, OK, slightly disappointed. Good there's another game, you know, there's a game next Saturday, not a blank weekend. But given the um, given what happened in the game yesterday and the oh, we'll get to it, spoiler alert, but the injuries. Um, yeah, we probably mm. could have done without it, ironically. But Black, Blackpool have had a poor start to the season. I think they've lost three and four. So yeah, they have. I mean, to play them. they gave they gave the Lincoln a good run. Yes, they just got done mugged off at the last, didn't they? Mm. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity to pick up another win, of course. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what Craig thinks, but yeah, I look at that yeah, uh, different. Like like yeah, a bit like you, Dave. To be honest, I'd I'd have been happy with a with a week off just mm. to regroup and, as you say, yeah. get a, get a few more people hopefully back from the treatment table. Um, say well we don't know how serious the injuries are but you know, well, one of them looked far more serious than the other when he came off yesterday we, 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 ne- we never look that good though do we coming off the back of a international no, break no, so no, um, records awful. apparently i read that one of well, we won't mention names but didn't one of them apparently left the ground in a in a protective boot and one left on crutches mm. yeah we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get on say, I mean, we'll get on to that fun and games yeah 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 um, but yeah, how 2020 is it, Craig, that we can arrange a fixture at six days' notice? I know. Well, that's the thing, though. Who's arranged it? We don't know who has arranged it. Have Blackpool arranged it? Have we arranged it? Have the league just said, you know, get it done? But yeah, you, can, you can sort of see the logic behind it if, um, you know, we don't want fixture, fixture congestion. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in a month's think... time, two months' time, three months' time. And 
if we can't play for whatever reason and, and fixtures are chucked towards the end of the season, let's just try and get as many done as we can now yeah. while we know what's going on, I suppose. I think it was just the two clubs, wasn't it? I believe it was Charlton, um, one of which I think might be Johnny Williams, actually. And, yeah. um, and Sunderland, I think. So yeah. I, I assume mm. it was Blackpool-Sunderland fixture. And if it, yeah. it kind of makes sense, if it's just the two clubs, I guess it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. But it's only, it's only moving it from another Saturday, isn't it? Two or three weeks further down the line. So it's a Saturday yeah. in November that we were due to oh, play Blackpool anyway. Yeah, I yeah. didn't notice that. Yeah. So we, we would, it will probably turn out that we have our break in November. I think Joe was yes. trying to work it out earlier and the teams that are possibly going to have their games cancelled, we've already played. Yeah, so. it's another international weekend, isn't it, when we're due to be playing Blackpool anyway. So oh, okay. in theory, it would only be Cholton and Sunderland cancelling mm. their games and they're playing Rochdale and Milton Keynes. Segway. <laughs> no, that Neat. doesn't work. It doesn't work for me though because I'm still on the news. <laughs> I was about to professional there. Mike. I was about to say one man who isn't making the trip up to Blackpool is James Norwood. Um, it was announced. I mean, it kind of came out during the live stream that um, <laughs> ben, ben Rich did during the week um, via somebody uploading a picture of James Norwood and Guion Edwards out at Prezzo and Stu Market. That was um, funny. And Norwood's had a set of crutches with him. And that's kind of where the rumours started. And then on the Thursday, it was announced for definite that he's going to be out one. for... Bad one, yeah. torn, torn yeah. hamstring, bad torn one. Torn hamstring, so o- over yeah. six weeks. Yeah. How much of a blow is this, Dave? And would you be looking for reinforcements if you were Paul Lambert? <sighs> I mean, OK, spoiler alert, to a degree, he has. He has, to a degree. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd think now Jackson will probably stay. I guess that perhaps that would mean, not that we, perhaps we'd have any say in it if someone came in with a decent bid, but I suppose Jackson's Jackson's still there. I know he was on the bench, on the bench yesterday. Um, you know, four games, not one of our four. Well, OK, we haven't been playing a plethora of forward players, I suppose, but a forward hasn't scored yet in four games. So no doubt Norwood would have come into the reckoning. No doubt he would have done so. Yeah, a blow. But when he has, when he has figured, when he has played, he hasn't really... Um, What's the phrase? Pulled up any trees really this season, has he? No. He's got to take, take bets on when uh, Hawkins gets that niggle. Is it going to be next oh, weekend? Jeez, jeez, oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think just someone said about uh, young Ben Falami, who has played well a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? But um, I know he had a bad injury. But I think obviously Morris has has done his cruise shit again. So, okay, so you might even come into the squad at some point. Yeah. You would have thought. We haven't heard about Tyree Simpson for a little while because he wasn't far. He wasn't far off the squad's mm. last season at times, was he? No, he yeah. was. He, he was in. He played, didn't he? I, yeah, that's that's a good question. Actually, I don't quite perhaps, know. What's... Perhaps we'll see him this week. Trouble is, the there's, there's so little activity. I mean, there's all these games being played behind doors. You just don't really see or much, you know, much about it, do you? To you mm. know, I think they're reported on, but in very, very sort of sparse reports you get on these games now. It's difficult to keep tabs on them, really. The thing yeah. is with the Norwood injuries, yeah, it's a it's a hamstring tear in training, isn't it? It's right. you know, crikey, what are we what are we laying blame to for the cause of it? Is it just Gen- you know coming back after that weird preseason and not being ready, or trying to squeeze in a preseason into a couple of weeks? Or I mean, I hate to say it, but he's always given the impression perhaps he doesn't look after himself in mm-hmm. the best in the best way, perhaps. So mm-hmm. to me, you know, hamstring in training. Not warming up properly. Oh, look, I don't know. I'm sure they do, but it can happen, can't it? You know, it can happen. But yeah, it's not a good one. As Mikey said, that's certainly six weeks. Well, where are we? All right, we'll do well to we'll see him beside Christmas. Probably. If it's six weeks with Ipswich, it's going to be eight, isn't it? So mm. um, yeah, do well to we'll see him this side of Christmas, I'd have thought. Great banter in the treatment room now, though, with, with Norwood joining the other lads that are already in there. Um, but yeah, one area that Dave, you did mention that we've strengthened is is in the wide areas. Uh, we've brought in Keenan Bennett's on loan from Borussia Mönchengladbach on a season-long loan. Is this is this the type of signing that we can make now at this stage, Craig? Is it is it, is that kind of the best that we can hope for? Hope, yeah, hoping to find a rough diamond. Yeah, and it's a, it's a strange, it was completely out of the blue, wasn't it? Out of left field or left wing. <laughs> um, he, obviously, he's, he. He's previously been at Tottenham, hasn't he? So the idea is that maybe Brian Clue has previously coached him and been involved and obviously is aware of him. Um, and then hasn't, you know, he moved to Borussia 
what, a couple of couple of years ago, I think it was. Um, I think he's played once or twice with the seniors, but has been kicking around in their second team. I, you know, goodness knows what level that's like for a for a professional footballer. But um, yeah, I think I think he'll come in. He'll, he'll he's got pace, hasn't he? I think that's what comes out of all the reports. One of the other reports did actually say that his his time at his time in Germany's been a little bit hamstrung by his hamstring, I think, hasn't it? So, you know, he's he's now under yeah. the loving care of our sports scientists. Oh, so, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I mean, it, we do this a lot, don't we? We sort of get these signings in through the door now. I mean, McGuinness, again, was one, wasn't he? You know, suddenly, new signing alert on Twitter, and, and they're there without, you know, no one's really picked up on it till then. So I kind of like that. But, um, yeah, there was, there was, again, someone tweeted him um a picture of him scoring a very nice free kick. So I'm all for that. Yeah, I think that was Luke, Luke Penning. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luke. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, scoring quite a nice free kick, which was uh, quite soothing, wasn't it? After and unbeknown the... to me, I've actually seen him play, although of course I wouldn't remember. But um, in one of those under 15 showpiece games against Spurs, I certainly went to this game because one of my mates was one of the sponsors um, about five seasons ago, and apparently played in played in that, which I think so... was the very first time I clapped eyes on Andre Dezel, actually. Ah. Interesting. Okay. They all played together, didn't they, for England under seventeen? I think yeah. But yeah, I certainly got some talented young players in our in our Yeah, you just hope he's a bit little bit younger, he makes a bit more impact than George, the other Spurs well, obviously he came directly from Spurs last year, he started off really well and then just Yeah. There was there was a conspiracy theory that he was brought in maybe to boost the number of international players that we had. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, 2020 is not the time for conspiracy theories, though, is it, gents? No. Um, so um, just before we move on to the Milton Keynes game, um, there was at least one victory for town this weekend as the women's team thumped Cambridge City today 4-0. I think that was at Ipswich training ground. That one didn't go ahead at uh, the Gold Star. So a strong start to the season for them again. They look like they're going to be right up there all season. I'm not surprised it was switched. I mean, I, I, obviously, Brightling, see, I guess it was the same. I don't know about you, Mikey. It was absolute biblical in Ipswich. Oh, and it still is now, all day. And yesterday. Yeah. It's been awful. So I'm not surprised that switched to Playford Road. Yeah. Um, but but weirdly, sunny up north. Yeah, I was watching the golf in Scotland. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> they're, playing, they're playing cricket in Birmingham. Yes, so, they yeah. are. Yeah, that's where they're playing. T20, isn't it? T20 Blast, yeah. I don't know, it's just sort of down this side, isn't it, I think. Crazy times. It's, it's another conspiracy, I think. Uh, um, right, so off to Milton Keynes we went, um, and Lambert unsurprisingly uh, went with an unchanged uh, line-up from the team that beat Rochdale last week. So we had Holy in goal, Chambers at right-back, Nciara and Wilson in the middle, um, with Ward starting at left-back. Um, Dazel, Nolan and Bishop again with a midfield three. No surprises there. Edwards and Sears started out wide with Hawkins getting another start through the middle. Um, and the bench was a strong one. Uh, Caden Jackson returned. Alan Judge returned. Um, and Cornell, Kenlock, Hughes, Downs and Lancaster on the bench. But a very strong League One squad, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And as as yeah. Dave says, Dave says, you know, look at the look at the bench, don't you? And if you look at the t- players that are on that bench there. Mm. Yeah. You've got international players, at least two international players on the bench. Yeah. 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 And then just a quick look at uh, Milton Keynes team. They played a 3-5-2. Nichols was in goal. Uh, Lewington, who I was told during the week by Joe Fares, has played yeah. more times for Milton Keynes than Mick Mills did for Ipswich. <laughs> Football. Um, and he's still going. Um, he was uh, L- left, left-sided centre-back. Um, Williams was the other side of uh, Richard Keogh. Uh, our old friend of Derby County fame, who was sort of playing in the sweeper role. Um, they had Britton and Harvey playing as wing-backs, Sorensen, Fraser and Kasumu with a midfield three. And I think it was Mason sort of playing off Morris up top. Um, and it was a pretty slow start from Ipswich, but seven minutes in, what happens there, Craig? Yeah, as you say, it was a, it was a slow start and it didn't really pick up much during the, you know, the remaining 83 minutes, to be fair. but. Mm. Um, we we sort of caught them a little bit cold, and Keogh had a in the whole scheme of things, he had a bit of a, a ropey start. Um, he got caught in position once, then he got caught in position again. He gave the ball away um, once or twice, but he sort of grew into the game. And once he'd warmed up a little bit, but Hawkins caught him out down in the left back position, didn't he? He closed him down really nicely. Brilliant. Um, harried him into a, a mistake, and the ball fell to Edwards, who got in a 
got in a good cross into the box, fell to Sears, who got another good cross. Teddy Bishop got cut in half by two of their players <laughs> in the, in the six-yard box. Yeah. Uh, and it fell to John Nolan to squeeze between two players' legs, I think, didn't he? The goalkeeper's legs and uh, Lewington on the line somehow just bobbled it, scratched it in, didn't he? Yeah. That was the, the, the classic it. John Nolan strike, I thought, where it <laughs> it just, scuff, just scuffs it in and it kind of wrong-foots the goalkeeper. It was just... Similar similar power of strikes to the one at Bristol Rovers. Bristol but Rovers, yeah. Ex- right, excellent yeah. to see two midfield players busting a guts to get in the box like that. And a really well, good ball in from Edwards to begin with as well. Yeah, it was, it was perfect, wasn't it? Because if you look at it, when Edwards crossed it, you know, his mirror image winger was in the box from Sears' perspective yeah. on the other end of it. And then, as you say, you got your two, your two more advanced central midfielders in the box waiting for the cross to come back. And by the time Sears' cross had come in, Edwards is back in the box as well. So you've got, you got four players in the box That's not, and, and Hawkins was on the edge of it. Yeah, it came off Edwards, didn't it? Edwards sort of tried almost chest it. I don't think it was deliberate chest it down for Nolan, but Edwards actually got didn't quite get control of the ball. And like you said, Nolan just bundled it in, didn't they? He it did, did look quite indeed. nasty on Bishop, actually, at the time. When you I say he got sort definite of... Definite penalty. Oh, that would yeah. No VA wouldn't have you know, played on, but I, I assume... Um, but yeah, there was a nasty one. His bottom half went one way and his top half went the other. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, that had a bit of a factor in his overall display. Mm-hmm. Well, ho- yeah, ho- hopefully he isn't hurt. And it, I always think it's good when you see the likes of Bishop and Dazelle get into quite a, well, get into a bit of a problematic situation yeah. and other end of a robust challenge and they bounce back up. Yeah. Um, because we've seen them limp off so many times before. Um, but then... We, we did actually get a bit of a grip on the game after that goal and uh, we almost made it 2-0 after a Beckenbauer, Bobby Moore-esque run from James Wilson from centre-back. Did centre you say who, who tweeted? Someone put that on the WhatsApp. Was it someone, yeah, one of your pals? A friend like of mine it, said, said like it, he's Wilson turned into Bobby, Bobby Moore. Moore. Yeah. He was yeah. getting compared to Glenn Hoddle two weeks ago. <laughs> let's not let's not get into people not being just compared you, to Glenn Hoddle ropey old footballers get compared to Glenn Hoddle nowadays yeah, <laughs> yeah if you'd have seen me today I really I, ret- I returned to the normal standard today I was certainly no, with Glenn Hoddle horrible today. conditions today was it yeah it was but yeah that's not really an excuse uh, um, but yeah so Wilson charged forward laid it off for Sears who cuts inside looks for all the world like it's going to bend into the bottom corner and it went just wide um, and then in the, the 22nd minute, we were forced into an early change, Dave, um, as Stephen Ward limped off and Ken Lock came on. That's a major blow, isn't it? I uh, did not want that. Did not want that. He's had, su- even you know, three, four games in. He's had such an influence. There's even, a, you know, he had an influence on the game yesterday. You know, again, a co- combined once, certainly twice with Sears down the left there. And, um, yeah, he's going to be a big miss if it's going to be any, you know, well, with us, it's going to be. It's not going to be fit for the weekend, is it? Ipswich, for God's sake. So you're probably looking at a month minimum. This is me being very, very pessimistic, but that's, that's usually how it follows. So, yeah, he's going to be a big miss. I think he's been probably our most consistent player um, in the in, in the game so far. Certainly one of them in the game so far, hasn't he? Had such an influence as well down that left side, sort of calming, stabilising influence. And we said with Skew's not playing, um, you know, another, you know. Um, Great experience, good talker in the side alongside Chambers as, as captain. Um, yeah, he's going to, if there's any, out for any sort of spell, he's going to be a big miss. Thing is, the thing is as well, it's the, the two positions we haven't really got a lot of cover are the two fullbacks, aren't they, at the moment? Right back and left back to a certain extent. And, and, and you know, you said it was a major blow, Mike. It's, it's a major downgrade as well, isn't it? Yeah, that, that was actually what I was going to ask you. Oh, Lord. Uh, how, how much does that change the way that we can play yeah. with? With no disrespect to him, Kenlock coming in for Ward. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's 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 not as good defensively, and he's you know he's not as good vocally. He doesn't say boo to a goose, does he? In, mm. And he he wasn't great going forward. We just completely lost everything going forward from that point. It was yeah, it's it's it it just showed I think to to everyone that um, a the job that Ward's been doing, and to be fair, he's been highlighted the fact that he's doing it. Um, but you know, just the the downgrade in quality to Kenlock now, and you know, from from mm. people had high hopes of Kenlock, didn't they? When we we're in the championship, for goodness' sake. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, he 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 hasn't pulled up <laughs> to use Dave's phrase, hasn't pulled up any any trees 
in the last no. couple of years, you know, has he? Do you know what? If you think about it, out of any of those players, the one you didn't want to lose, probably would you'd say Ward would. Who would have thought we'd be saying this? But probably he's probably key actually. Yeah. To how we started, yeah, such mm. a shame. Yeah. Look, might just be precaution. He walked off. They didn't go off a stretcher, did he? Hubbled off. Yeah, like and he, he actually pinged. He pinged a nice long he diagonal back, did, ball. Did, did he like who we're going to get onto in a little while? Did he then come back on? He did, didn't he? Did he? He, well, he sort of went down, didn't he? And then, as you say, Mikey, he, they kept passing the ball to him, and he sort yeah. of thought, well, he might, he, get, not, he may or may not want this. Did he and go down he, and I, get treatment or not? I can't remember. He, he, he then he didn't really get, get treatment, did he? He's no, I don't think he did because it was the other. No. It was the other side, but I think yeah. they, they were readying the change already. Kenlock was probably stripped and ready to go, and and then Ward plays well, like right. a massive long diagonal ball, which and to then, me you you don't really do when you're you're injured. But well, didn't yeah, Lambert I, say it was his, Lambert said it was his Achilles? I think didn't he afterwards? And okay, he also so probably sort of his, intimated that it was more Lambert's choice to take him off as a precaution. Oh, okay, as a precaution. Okay. Well, fair yeah. enough. Fair well, enough. That, yeah. that, and that, that would, if he's got very a, positive, then <laughs> I guess well. he's the one that had the boot on. So yeah, if it's just an Achilles sore Achilles, then you can manage that. Maybe yeah, it could be, be like week. Achilles tendonitis or something like that. That he's sort of because um, he did he did miss a couple of games in pre-season as well. Let's not forget. Yeah, um, but then he, he, he just that. needs to be managed. At his age, he just needs to be managed, doesn't he? And if he's getting little niggles here and there, then you know it's, it's better that that happens than John Walters snaps it and. That's that's his, him done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's him yeah. done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, that's a that's a pat on the back. That one for the Ipswich Town Sports Science team from Craig Vimbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah. So the the rest, the rest of the Tomorrow, first half was bored out for six months. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. No, no. Please don't. No, <laughs> Dave's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Milton Keynes had pretty much the best of the rest of the half. In fact, they did did completely. And Thomas Holy had to make a very good save at the end of the first half. Um, so yeah, a poor a poor first half that one, Dave. Um, with Nolan and Bishop they, not really getting into the game. Absolutely bossed us. Absolutely bossed us. You got to say, play some really nice stuff. Yeah, Again, I think it's nice been stuff. a lot like a few of these games this season where yes, teams have played have played some good stuff at times, but just without any real cutting edge up top. I think I had that Morris, I think he's Norwich Loney or ex-Norwich, I think, possibly. Um, just really no no, no threat, no great threat then in the, in the final third, really. But a lot of really nice play, you've got to say. Sorensen in midfield too, and Kasumi. Yeah, look, they were really good, really good. They just bypassed our midfield. Bishop, Bishop yesterday, I can remember one run, he sort of used Bishop, like drop his shoulder and that, but just wasn't in it. Wasn't in it. Do you, um, do you think Cassell first the... half when he dropped deep and getting the ball? Yeah, I thought he was okay first half, but I just think well, we'll get onto it. Mm. Do you think Lambert might have changed the midfield three had he not already have had to made a, make a sub at left back at half time, Dave? I'd have thought perhaps we we might have sort of almost gone four in there. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yesterday it was uh, it, it, it was strange. You know, we start, you know, we we weathered the storm. It was an odd one because you saw weathered storm. You know, possession wise, they you know it, very much seven minutes in it was against a run of play, and then we sort of seemed to gain momentum from that. Sears, if that goes in, probably then you go on to win the game. But yeah, that sort of after that, they just again it's very much like games from last season where we just lost any momentum we had again you know mm. do, you, do you think you know, like the first few first few games of the season our our midfield three has sort of overcome the opposition yeah by virtue of their technique oh they just passed through us whereas yesterday, yeah, whereas, yesterday really... whereas yesterday we may have needed to overcome them in midfield with a bit more muscle and yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I'd have liked to see Hughes at some point yesterday. I mean, he's just sitting on the bench there, you know, for, just for his, you know, physicality. Yeah. All right, downs, but definitely. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned, there was there was no substitute at half time. Um, we seem to be getting downs and Alan Judge ready when disaster struck on fifty four minutes. Dave, as a uh, MK. Yeah, it's, it was a very it's a similar goal to well, how it all evolved. Really, the ball down our down our left side. I think um, Wilson, I believe, gets turned sort of right on the half halfway line, and it runs to Sorensen. I thought was really good. The the blonde haired lad, I thought was yeah, really he was good. tidy. Yeah. yeah, very similar cross to Edwards. Actually, pretty much the same. Really, uh, throw you know for our goal, throws that cross in fairly early. Um, 
Chambers gets Chambers has got a man to mark, gets a little bit unlucky because I think he goes for the ball, then loses his foot in, I believe. Um, mm. so I, I think he loses his foot in. Um, good finish by the guy. Takes it down, left foot to control, steadies himself. Really good finish, actually, um, in the far corner. Now, if you if you look at it back, he, somehow he managed to bypass, I think, Enciala, Chambers and Dazelle, I think, are back there, and the keeper. And in some ways, I think they perhaps unsight Holy, but it's placed right in the corner. So whether Holy would have had a chance to die for it or not, I don't know. But, yeah, it, it was. you can't say it wasn't coming. You can't say it wasn't deserved, can you, really? No. Well, the thing, the thing is, I think Dave, you said it was Wilson on half, and it was Kenlock, wasn't he? Kenlock was miles out of position. Oh, and Kenlock's uh, out of position as well. Yeah. Wilson, and then Wilson has to, the Wilson has to come over. Yeah, Wilson yeah, has Wilson to come over to cover, challenge. and then everyone's sort of shifting across one. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, Chambers is man's free on the. And the someone right highlighted. Side. Someone highlighted on the on the on our WhatsApp um, <laughs> or on Twitter or something. Kenlock sort of jogging, <laughs> just jogging back. Exactly. Mm. But the thing, as, as you said, Dave, that. that the, the guy, where the guy scored from was pretty much the identical position to where Sears had his chance from, isn't it? And, you know, that is it. There's your margins there, isn't it? That their guy finds Oh, yeah, the yeah. Ask, yeah, the, the chance. Sears yeah, doesn't. definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dif- different, I suppose. Sears was running onto it and sort of tuck it inside. You know, he was able to steady himself. And that was yeah. good. It was Har- Har- Harvey, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 He, did, he did tuck it away well. And um, immediately, Lambert makes a double change, Craig. Um, Downs... Uh, Downs came on um, for Bishop, and Judge came on for Sears. Uh, so this is it on fifty-five minutes. Brings me on to my question: um, Say these subs didn't pay off, would be putting it mildly, wouldn't it, Craig? With Downs almost immediately going off injured, and Judge looking pretty ineffectual. Was, I think it was Joe that said that Downs <laughs> Downs was the best performing of the three subs. Yeah. <laughs> A bit harsh, but. Well, I, I did, we... I, sorry, just quickly, I did not see the necessity. I, I, I totally got Bishop was out of it. He's anonymous yesterday. Totally get that. Didn't see the necessity for um, Judge for Sears at that. Okay, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but he never does that, does he? Never. No. I was just about to say exactly that. When does Lambert ever make have made all of his three substitutions with half an hour of a match to go? He never, never does. Ever. He, always, he always makes one around 60, 65 or two when he's not one in the first half. Around 60, 65, and then another one around about the 80th, 85th minute. Yesterday, sod's law, we, we bring two on, use all our subs up, and as you say, within five minutes, Downs has gone off, and Judge, oh, he, I don't know. It's frustrating, mate. He's, he's not, uh, yeah, he's a, I was talking, he's a fraud. Well, you know what, I was speaking to my son about that. I just don't think, I know we're talking four, five seasons ago, are we now? I just don't think he's ever, well, he won't. I don't think he's ever been the same player since what happened down here, really. He, he did look he so be good with, on loan, then he wouldn't he? be with us, was he? But he, he does, and he's, I agree with Craig, he just flatters to deceive. God, mm. he's but, so But then he's not playing, it like, he's not a left a left midfielder. No, that's and you know that you, you, you shouldn't be putting a player that is renowned for not tracking his man and not defending properly in front of a left back that's already struggling. And we've just conceded a goal because he's got caught up the pitch. That made no sense. It's just been an ideal scenario. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, but okay. Downs has to go off injured. Okay. Another sub on trots. Hughes. Perfect. Probably going to win the game. The thing is with judge, you know, within, I don't know, 10 minutes, he's after, he's having to swap, Wings and Edwards is having to come on onto Kenlock's side to offer him the protection that Judge wasn't giving him. Mm. And by the same token, Lancaster's come on in the last few games and created yeah, two goals right. at Bristol Rovers. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Why is he not first name? You know, on the first name on the bench or to come off the bench, having yeah. done what he sh- what he's been asked to do in the previous matches. I just don't get mm. why Alan Judge, who in, in my had, had, there's no sorry, Mikey, no, there's no on. evidence. In my mind, for Alan Judge to be leapfrogging Jack Lancaster, what he hasn't provi- he hasn't produced anything really since he's joined permanently, has he? In the whole scheme of things, Alan Judge assists, goals, mm. not to any great. And it, for, for me, if you are going to bring Alan Judge on, it it should be an attacking change, and it should be him coming on for Bishop. Yeah, point. I'm not saying yeah, that we shouldn't right. have brought Downs on, but that's for me that's the position in the four three three that. Yeah. That Judge right. should be playing is probably the most offensive midfielder, and then yeah. you sit the other central midfielders a little bit deeper. Yeah, but and in yeah. That, the thing is, in that formation, it's probably the only position that he can play, isn't it? We've we've mm. now we're now playing a formation which pre, which simply doesn't suit him. Yeah, yet we're still trying to crowbar him into the team. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Where did he play, um, Dave? When when Lambert first came in and we got Judge on loan, and we um, I know we played a diamond when we played at Norwich, but before that, when we were playing 4-3-3 with Sears on the left, where did Was Judge he, play? Did he have a plan at like little withdrawn 10 roll? Did he have a playing not that very, role? Not very often, I don't think. No, I, I he's always can't. been pretty much stuck out wide, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been playing, yeah, playing right. wide. I think you're right. Wide in a full right or left. For some yeah. 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 But yeah, so for, from there, obviously Downs limping off, I mean, that just kind Couldn't of... Make it up. Couldn't make yeah, it up. That, that had us down to 10 men and it was always going to be very difficult from there and I think we all at that stage were just saying, come on, let's let's make sure we get a point out of this. If there was a team that was going to win it, it was going to be uh, Milton Keynes. Holy was much the busier goalkeeper. He made a sort of double save where he spilt one and did well to block the follow-up with his with his body. But he looked shaky a couple of times with crosses. Um, and yeah, we, we never really threatened on the break. Although I felt Hawkins did quite a good job I thought he up did well. front. Yeah. I thought he did well yesterday. Oh, did, everything, did everything you can ask for him, didn't he? Yeah, yesterday. on his own, he did really well. Ran the channels well. Yeah, I, I, in those two games, you know, he's, he's done really well. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's deserved his um, his chance. And I think he's, okay, goal-wise, no. But, you know, certainly work rate and the, the job he's done, he's deserved it. He's done well. He'll yeah. learn the rest he gets when his groin goes next weekend. <laughs> Come on, Craig. That <laughs> <laughs> ah, was a sunny Blackpool. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, so we, it ended 1-1, but we're still unbeaten. And we're, what are we, third? Yeah. Um, our points per game is still above two. And we all know how important points per game is in um, <laughs> in the EFL. Um, Lincoln and Hull obviously maintain their 100% starts. Um, so they're right up there at the top and looking decent. Um, but Sunderland could only draw and Doncaster lost. So we're not going to win every week. And no. maybe we maybe I, it can be put down as a it, bad day at it, the office. Exactly that. In isolation, it's exactly that, isn't it? It's a bad day at the office. You know, there weren't many um, performances above six out of ten. There were quite a few below five out of ten. You'd oh, say in, in yeah. isolation. Sorry, in isolation, it's a one-off. It's, it's how you do next weekend now, isn't it? It's how you respond. I thought a um, word must be said. I thought NCR was outstanding yesterday. Yeah. I've got to say, it. I never thought I'd be sitting here saying that, but he really was good. Wilson did okay as well. But to, be fair to, them, to be fair to them both, they're doing, they're doing exactly as you want them. You know, they're not doing yeah. anything wrong, are they? They're doing exactly what you'd ask of them at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, just, very good. I'm just looking at the Twitter questions now because I know that I had a, a, a decent one and now I'm starting to wonder whether I've actually got it on here. I might have to quickly load, load up the app on my phone. But I'll kick us off. Um, we'll start with you, Craig. FPL Tractor. Uh, 
that in the end, considering the injuries, etc., felt a tough point on the road? Or are my expectations too low after years of rubbish? Uh, I yeah. think I know what way you're going to go, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I think, as I say, as I said before, in isolation, yes, it's a good point. You know, it, although I noticed that they're now bottom of the league, Milton Keynes, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, rock bottom of the league, which yep. is two points. Yeah, um, but I say, yeah, in isolation, it's a good point considering we had ten men for the last twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes, um, and the performances that we had it'll all depend on if we have another shit show next weekend at, at mm-hmm. blackpool and have another performance like it and another result or worse then you think oh hang on it was a start of a downturn rather than just a blip i think we just need to see the reaction to it to be honest and interestingly didn't oh, i think i saw that our first our first three opponents all won yesterday wigan bristol rovers and um rochdale all won yesterday hmm so those that were sort of bit me me as well, sort of poo poo well, who have really beat well, I think one of them beat Fleetwood, certainly um was it yeah, um Roch um, was it Rochdale beat Fleetwood? Can't remember but um Bristol Rovers won and certainly um yeah, yeah, Wigan. Well Wigan Joe beat Gar- Doncaster. Joe Garner scored again. Joe Garner, quality header, yeah. Um, Dave, Dave Court had a, a similar question, actually, Dave, which I'll come to you for. Is that the sort of game that would have resulted in a loss in the previous two seasons? Uh, well, certainly, the, certainly, <laughs> um, the latter part of the season we played last year would have certainly uh, would have certainly resulted in a loss. I think. Yeah, we it was backs to the backs to the wall stuff, but they didn't really get round us as such, did they? I mean, they, they again, like I said, yeah, lovely pass inside, but a lot of that was in front of us. Yeah, okay, the one just before half time, and the one wholly spilt, and then had to sort of make the double save with his body there. They didn't really get around us. So, you know, after that, I thought we were, you know, pretty well organised, solid. And yeah, NCR and Wilson and coaches headed everything away, really. But yeah, I suppose we showed good character. And with, what, 20-odd minutes to go, ultimately, it's a good it's a good point. Yeah. Mm. I, I've managed to find the question now, and I did have it down in the end. It, it It's from Tom at TGAF78. So this kind of puts a, a, a positive spin on it slightly. So he, he says, Craig, Lambert was right to remain loyal to the team that won three out of three. Do you think today will be a ble- today as in the game will be a blessing in disguise as he can now include Downs, Wolfenden and perhaps McGuinness and Bennett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yes, he had to stay loyal to the players that had, had won the games. Although, you know, even then the, the performances of maybe Sears and Bishop was sort of tailing off a little bit more recently, you could argue. Um, yeah. But yeah, it it would have been an opportunity to say, okay, thanks, Teddy. You know, you've played a few games on the trot now. Start start yeah. from the bench next week. Um, it may now be that it's Hughes that does that rather than uh, rather than Downs. That rather remains Downs, to be yeah. seen. Um, Sears, yeah, I. I, I I don't know, but the thing is with Sears, you know, he's he's got experience, isn't he? He's he's he is one of the ones that has played a few hundred games. If you're losing Ward, you do need you know you don't want to be chucking in a kid that's never played a yeah, a professional no. game. I think Sears, I think Sears will keep his place. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Edwards deserves to keep his. I think he's he's playing fine, isn't he? And he offers decent protection to his fullback. Um, Hawkins is fine. The two centre arse, as we said about you know, I wouldn't be dropping either of those two. No, you'd, be you pretty bloody, you'd be pretty bloody cheesed off if you were one of those two and didn't play the next match, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, so ne- ne- next Saturday, then, against Blackpool, um, you'd keep the same formation. Uh, Ward is obviously going to be missing. Uh, Downs is almost certainly going to be missing as well. So would you just bring in Hughes for Hughes and Bishop? Hughes and, yeah, Kenlock or the new left-back that's going to sign before transfer deadline does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly, I think Hughes will... Hughes had come in for me, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Hughes, he, hasn't, just... he hasn't played much this season, has he? He not seem to fancy him. Came, did he come on last weekend? I think he has been on the pitch. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he certainly hasn't been on the pitch much. Um, yeah. Dave, Town seemed to resort to playing the horrible, ugly football we've been so accustomed to over the previous seasons. A real lack of drive. Nolan always going backwards infuriating as ever and I've just got to the end of the question realised it's just a statement from Tim Gornall um, who says he loves the show so I'll, go, I'll move on to the next I'd agree one with it. I'd pretty much agree with it though most of uh, it yeah. s- slower ball a pretty ordinary performance and yet more injuries is there a reason why Holy can't catch more balls given that he's nearly seven foot tall he should boss that area but doesn't 
and seems to suffer from poor decision making. Dave, would you would you agree with that? Are you worried about Holy's form? I don't know because then you know sometimes he'll come and get. He's just in, in, in that respect, he's a little bit inconsistent because sometimes he'll come and get corners like he should do. I mean, he's six foot seven, six foot eight, whatever he is. Um, it's those ones where perhaps it's lapse of concentration. Or he's perhaps he's just not aware of his six yard box sometimes the one yesterday I know he's talking about the one we let sort of float over his shoulder all right it was at an angle and he's just not aware of perhaps yeah. who's behind him maybe that's a com- communication thing or something like that but yeah yeah you, you think he should be more com- given the size of him, he should be more commanding shouldn't he I wonder whether it's maybe because it, it it's a little bit more high risk for a goalkeeper to come out and try and claim everything and because he's been taken out of the team in the past for mistakes he's maybe lacking in that bit of confidence to come and claim everything yeah. yeah he just has that strange trait doesn't he that he comes for it and you think right well just put your hands up and get it and he sort of just pulls his arms away yeah and lets it drop behind him he's done that a couple two or three times this season yeah there, yeah, there was a hairy moment at Milton Keynes wasn't there yeah he he did that but the, oh, I uh, guess the player behind is just isn't going to be expecting it so he no. kind of gets away he does, with he does everything other than reach his hands into the air and, and catch the ball doesn't he? he gets into position he looks at it all the way and then sort of withdraws his hands at the last minute like the cry, slower like this, like his shoulder and arms to one up, one off, um, up, um, off, up stump, Craig. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> getting in, getting in position, and then yeah, good leave, let, good let leave. Go through. Absolutely. Go. Um, next question. Uh, I'll come to you, Craig. Um, mouth eleven. Is there a witch's curse on the club, or is the medical team genuinely inept? Um, is it past the point of bad luck now? This is something that we've discussed at length. And with the answer really is we don't, re- we don't really know, but we can speculate. And how many times can these things happen before it's clearly no longer a coincidence? Yeah, I don't know. I'd, as I say, we, we talk about it every week. And that's, that's the issue in itself. The fact we're having to talk about it every week because it's another player that's going down. And the thing is as well, with the Norwood's played, you know, I said it before, the previous seasons, he's playing 50 matches a season with no problem at all. Mm. As soon as he joins us, he's breaking down with groins and you know, pulling ham, tearing hamstrings, sorry. But then as Dave says, I think some of this needs to start laying at the door of the players to a certain extent, or certainly you know, maybe this player. I'm, I'm not convinced that Ooh. the the yeah. um, fitness regime of stretching your hamstring on the top of your Range Rover while trying to get in your top floor, <laughs> top floor of your house is... Uh, is in any any medical <laughs> any medical textbooks? Yeah, again, and, and these players just seem to they get into the, the sort of like almost a medical system at Ipswich, and almost like this, Vincent Young. What? What? Well, what has, has anyone said? Does anyone know? What just disappeared? Nidam. Nidam's been out for Christ, poor kid. He's been out for months. I think they months. said no. I think they did say was it November. I thought they said for Nidam, but I mean Vincent Young. I mean, yeah. no one's really said anything about it. Odd, really odd. But yeah. as, you know, in terms of which is glasses, who who was it that had a piss in every corner of the pitch? Was it Barry Fry at Birmingham, was it, or Peterborough? <laughs> yeah, you need to get an exorcist in. <laughs> yeah, the speaking black hole is the medical room. I think Christ, they just disappear in there. Believable. <laughs> Excellent. That brings us on to Mullet's question. Uh, Mullet made his uh, naked football show debut in the week. I don't know if you both tuned in. He was. He was eloquent. He was exa- exactly what you'd expect from mullet podcast. He's a mullet. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't stopped going on about it since either. I think he's got a bit of a diva complex. <laughs> I haven't listened yet. I will listen to that. Uh, I wouldn't, give it, wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> G, GB was good though, wasn't he, Craig? Oh, he's all as ever. The constant GB, always, always, together. always value for money, GB. The always podfather. Yeah, um, so Mullet's question is, how much evidence of coaching have we seen under Lambert since his arrival? Could this game be a point where we just see how good he is at giving players the instructions and belief to succeed? After all, we played so badly and still didn't lose, Dave. Yeah, um, it's the sort of first setback, first setback this season. Um, it will be interesting. But again, you know, like, like we said, it'll just be interesting to see what players he's got. He has got at his disposal next weekend, really. But um, does it change? Does it call for a change of formation? Don't know. Depends. You know, depends. Let's say what players he's got available, and they can fit into that. You know, fit into that system. Really, I think in terms in terms of yesterday, you know, we were saying yeah, in isolation, it's a good point. But you know, at the end of the day, as we talked about, Milton Keynes really didn't have much up front, did they? You know, but they didn't really batter the door down. So our defensive structure or anything like that didn't really take much of a, a beat. Really. That's all did it. in front of them, wasn't it? Yeah. 
so Cornish Mariner's um, question was quite quite well timed. Um, so he asked, "We might be playing Blackpool next weekend." I hear. Would that be a good thing? Um, obviously, the news came out after he sent that, but yeah, I think we covered that earlier on the show. Where while you two are kind of pleased that we're going to have less of a backlog this year because we're not well, we can't call off for internationals. You're not sure whether this is the right time. Um, I think it's a double edge to that one. I think had we had a, a look, not even one yesterday, had we had a more positive performance and perhaps not picked up both injuries yesterday. Um, all right, Downs hasn't been starting, and you know, I think yeah, we'd have seen you know next week we'd have welcomed the game next week. So right, we can get this one out of our system, move on to Blackpool away. You haven't got to you know sit with it over the two week break. So yeah, um, but as the, as the match turned out yesterday and what evolved from the match yesterday, yeah. <laughs> for once, I think we could have done without it. I think Blackpool may be focusing their attacks down our left-hand side. <laughs> quite, quite possibly. Um, Pat- Patrick Palmer asks Craig: First test from a half-decent team, and we come up short. With tougher but, tests, with with tougher tests to come, will we find that this supposedly quality and in-depth League One side is actually not as good as we thought? Genuine concern with the games ahead and the injuries to our best players building. Um, were you about to say, Dave, but Milton Keynes are bottom of the league? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Without a striker as such, yeah. He said, he did say half decent. They yeah. play, they, look, they play some, at times, they play some really nice football. We don't play football like that. We just do not play football, strike, stroke it around like they did. But, yeah, um, I, I really like that Sorensen in midfield and that, was it Kasuk? Kasumi, the other guy Kasumi, midfield. Kasumi, yeah. yeah he, he was sort of dropping into the yeah. back three and getting the ball off them really, a lot, wasn't he? Really good. But really we, didn't put any, we didn't put any pressure on him, did we, no, at we all? No. no. We, just, we just let him have the ball, pretty yeah, much. Um, you know, he, could just, he was just playing it around, having a lovely old time, playing his pipe and slippers, as they say, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, but, you know, Patrick's right. You know, we won't know. We won't know until we've played everyone. But then, as Dave said, the teams that we have played already have gone and beaten... You know, Doncaster yesterday and other team, yeah. you know, teams that you wouldn't expect them to. And, you know, Fleetwood are having a hell of a season so far, aren't they? They're, they're struggling. Um, yeah. No one's... It's only really... Team, the two teams that are above us that have that have started well, everyone else is pretty much beating everyone else, aren't they, at the moment? It's yeah. going to take a little while to settle down. Hull, I guess you would expect. I mean, they haven't conceded yet, have they? I mean, you'd expect Hull, you know, coming down for the championship. All right, they had a horrific season, but you'd expect them. Um, Lincoln. Okay, will they? Will they? Okay, four games. And will they continue that? However, people said that about Wickham last season. Um, yeah, it didn't, is. Bad. Um, David Johnson's son got a couple of penalties, didn't he, for him yesterday? It was him that Brennan. was winning the winning the penalties, wasn't it? For... Brennan Johnson, he did. Yeah, yeah. He went, went there last week, didn't he? I think it's Blackpool. Lincoln. Yeah. Okay. Born is the king. Um, how come we didn't think to get him on loan then? Is he a striker? Yeah, he's so. quick, quick, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a quick strike. He's similar to like Jackson, I think. Quick, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's a bigger version of his father, I think. Fair enough. Um, I think we've we've kind of uh, covered this one from Thomas Ebling, but I'll go with it anyway. Um, sorry to sound a bit dramatic, but if it turns out that those two injuries are bad ones, uh, I feel as though our promotion chances are severely hampered. One of the reasons being that I believe Ward is such a key player this season. And I'm not too fond of his replacement. Was this your burner account, um, Craig? Um, <laughs> he wants your thoughts on this. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just get you to answer a part of that. Is he being overly dramatic to think that these two injuries um, could re- severely hamper our promotion chances over the course of this season? Well, let's, let's wait and see how serious the injuries are first, obviously, first and foremost. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, Ward, strangely, maybe Ward is, you know, in terms of the cover that we've got elsewhere in the central midfield, okay. yeah, Ward is, has been such a calming influence. And I, I said when I was on two or three weeks ago, it would just be nice in the back four to have one position that you can just hang your hat on and not yeah. have to worry about. Yeah, the I remember you saying yeah. that. Yeah. Just a, a Chris Makin, a David Wright type of player. Right, that's yours. Just come back to us in May and we'll, you know, see that you've played 40 matches for us without even having to worry about it. But I'd be more concerned about him and, as I say, because of the downgrade in the replacement than I would be. Because Downs hasn't played so far, starting-wise anyway. Hughes is in there if needs be. 
know, as Dave said, Judge can potentially do the Bishop job. So there are a few options in and around that midfield. It's just that maybe that physicality that we may require in the tougher away matches that, that we could miss with Downs. But you know, if Hughes can get up to speed and, and partially do that job, then we might be OK. Hmm. Dave, are you, I mean, come on, we're, we've played four games and we've got 10 points. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you concerned at this stage, Dave? Would you, would you have no. taken, you would no, have taken that, wouldn't you? No, of course you would have done. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I worked the fixtures but, out. But with when we the injuries the as well. Out, we thought that the first big test would have been Charlton next weekend. Um, no, good, great start. You know, you can't, unbeaten, as you said, um, you know, only conceded one goal. Fine. Good start. You know, just put if we can just put that game behind us and hopefully get some positive news about Ward. I agree, certainly agree with Craig more so than Downs. All right, Downs is an important player to us. You know, he will he is an important player to us. But I think get some good news about Ward. Then yeah, this yeah, just move on, move on to Blackpool, pick up some points there, and and off you go. It's um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like I said, I can't keep banging on about it, but yeah, Ward for a long term will be a big miss. Oh. A 35-year-old, for Christ's sake, but he will mm. be. Well, hopefully, if, if we do get any news and it is bad, then it gives us you know time to think about replacements because we have we simply haven't got. He's just not. Bless him. He's, he's not. No, he's not up to it, is he? Mm. So the the travelling tractor uh, has an unrelated question. Um, he says Andre Dazel, um uh, apparently has said that he he's been working on his ball. Um, ball off the, sorry he's off the ball work uh, so he's sort of defensive um, positioning and tackling etc um, in the backs against the wall display in the second half uh, the traveling tractor thinks that he went missing is that is that fair um, and to be clear he says he thinks his forward play makes him a starter every week but the other part of his game still needs work um, would you agree with those assertions go I'll go to both of you but we'll start with you Craig as you're on the left I'd say Nolan went missing more than Dazelle went missing yesterday, yeah. to be fair. You know, Dazelle does what Dazelle does, doesn't he? You know, if you want if you want a player that's going to do what he does and tackle and, you know, cover his centre-halves and out wide, you're going to have a hell of a player on your hands. You're not going to be having a League One player on your hands. So I think we need to just take Dazelle for what he is. And if he can improve in that aspect, then all's well and good. I'd say I was, I was more... Certainly on yesterday, you know, don't get me wrong, beginning of the season he's been he's been fine and he's getting into the box and he's scoring goals. But I thought yesterday Nolan was very much last season's vintage rather than this season's so far. Mm. Yeah, he went AWOL a bit. I think Dezelt just still lacks that little bit of physicality, especially in that game. You know, we didn't have the ball. I mean I don't I, I didn't notice, but Christ knows what the position was in the second half. Must have been seventy must have been even more than that. Seventy five, mm. twenty five maybe. And he just didn't you know, he wasn't landing on the ball. We you know, we just didn't have the ball because quite right, it was just kick long to kick long to Hawkins. Um and everyone was trying to feed off scraps off scraps there. So very difficult game for Dizel second half. Um I mean he let his head drop particularly, you know, he kept he, you know, kept running, kept working, but mm. yeah, and, and and remember that for, for much of that um second half backs against the wall, if that's what you want to call it, we had ten men as well, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so no, difficult and you, and you, to judge, a bit harsh, I think. To, and you, to say and you may have, sorry, you may have found that you know, had we not taken had this this water substitute in the first half, we may have ended up with Hughes in yeah. there, Hughes Downs plus a another, yeah, in there at the end, yeah, just for yeah. that reason. Yeah, no, absolutely, we, we couldn't yeah. make the change, could we? No. no. Okay, and that that brings us to the end of the the questions. Um, thank you all so much for the questions, and can I also say on behalf of Blue Monday, thank you all for those of you who have financially contributed to the podcast via, yeah, via the ACAR supporters feature. Uh, I'm going to read out some of the names of uh, people that have uh, donated, if, if you want to call it that. So there's Zhu, Steve C, Guy Club, PB Grange, Norwegian Blue, Dennis Sullivan, Max van der Noort, James Ruddock, Don Sparks, Judge, Togsy, Ed Hawker, Will Airy and DJ and a lot of anonymous people as well. It sounds like the lineup for a decent stag do, doesn't it, Dave? <laughs> that one. Well, judge after what we've been saying about him, I can't <laughs> believe that. That's unbelievable. I mean, good, he's got a thick skin. Can I just say I read something on he Twitter? He's putting his fingers in his ears. <laughs> yeah, I read, I read something on Twitter, um, which is um, which is brilliant. Um, to say or oh, get well, I guess to a guy called Oliver Pryke, who apparently um, 
watch the game yesterday, watch the stream yesterday after oh, yeah, undergoing brain surgery. Yeah. Um, I don't quite know when. It sounded like he had brain surgery in the morning and watched the game in the afternoon. I mean, if that is, that is unbelievable commitment. So if, if, he, yeah. if he is listening, flipping it. That's amazing, Oliver. And get well, mate. Crikey. Get well soon. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. And I, I also want to give a quick shout out to Sore Feet for the beat, who is oh, walking in brilliant. horrendous conditions down oh. from Carlisle Swipswich. I think he's on his own now. He did have somebody walking with him. Well, Malcolm, um, Malcolm Thompson, isn't it? He, yeah. I saw somebody tweet yesterday. He's walking on, walking on the, like, the hard shoulder of the M62 for Christ. I mean, he looked bloody dangerous for Christ's sake. So, yeah. Amazing. Good luck with that, fella. Brilliant. Mm. And is there anything else you'd like to plug, gents? I've got a couple, actually. So, um, I've been following this boy. I don't know if you I picked up on it, as I would, but I've got also one for Craig. I've, um, I've been following this Boys of 81 thing on Facebook. Um, so, it's the Boys of 81 Facebook site, and they've been posting the town scores in the in the BBC format, as it would look now, from 80-81. Sometimes the comments from Bobby Robson's book, Time on the Grass, of that game. And I looked earlier, and it was, it was to the day. So, it's today. Um, in 1980, we drew 1-1 at home with Leeds. Um, Suffice to say, fairly late on equaliser from John Walk. But just for Craig, knowing I was going to be on with Craig tonight, I thought, I'll just have a look at 91-92 season. <laughs> and on the 5th of October, 1991, Ipswich 2, Oxford 1. Um, quite an early goal from, um, you'll like this, quite an early goal from Milts, from Simon Milton. Um, followed up in fairly quick succession by one, um, only one Steve Witten. Only one Steve Witten. <laughs> And um, interestingly, what I didn't pick up on, um, well, I haven't picked up on before, their goal was scored late on by Jim McGilton, who obviously scored both in the home game and also obviously the away game that season. Magic. What a a trio that is. Simon Milton, Steve Witten and Jim McGilton. That's that's your dream dinner party right there, isn't it, Craig? Well, that's that's yeah. We've, and we've done interviews with one of those three. You just need to tick off the other two, and everyone will be happy, won't they? Hundred um, percent. Right. So, Town are back in action on Tuesday night um, against Gillingham. It's the return of the EFL Trophy. Uh, it's a seven pm kickoff that one. Um, and shortly after full time, Rich and Seb will be going live on our YouTube channel. So, please send in your Twitter questions beforehand or during the game or anything you want them to talk about. Um, it could even be about orange flavored chocolate twirls. I'm sure. Sure, Rich will happily oblige there. Um, it it really is enjoy enjoyable to to join in on on the live chat and everything and watch it's them squirm fun. when the questions pop up. Actually, it was you who was on with. Um, I was on with Ben. Yeah, cause you ben, were. Sorry, I said it was Rich earlier, but it was oh, you. you wasn't sorry, it, Dave. Ben left his um, <laughs> somewhere on the screen. Ben left his DMs DMs on, didn't he, or something <laughs> like that? For oh, it was all kicking <laughs> off. And then, because this thing came through about Norwood, oh my word! But no, it was it was the first time I'd done one of them. No, it was good. Um, it was really good fun, a lot of fun. Mm. Excellent. So, um, and of course, we'll be back for a normal flagship show next Sunday. Now that we have a game up in Blackpool, are you, are you disappointed not to be going up to Blackpool in early October, Craig? Oh, uh, well, yeah, no. I went to went to Fleetwood last year, but spent. A, a night in near Blackpool and had the had the sights and sounds of Blackpool in the early morning for a greasy spoon on the Saturday morning before taking the coastal drive up to uh, up to Fleetwood. And that's wow. yeah, that's a, that's an interesting place, Blackpool. And it's not is it not in lockdown? Is it at the moment? Isn't that little enclave, a little Vatican City oh, enclave? Isn't it? Year that the, isn't this outside of lockdown? Northwest. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, if, if anyone any town fans fancy going up there in the one of the three dozen weather spoons that are dotted around Blackpool <laughs> and standing outside the ground for the afternoon. Yeah. I won't I'm be sure somebody them. will. <laughs> you won't be joining them. Okay. But, um, so any, any last words from you both though, before we, before we finish? No, I don't think so. Just as usual onwards, onwards and upwards. Onwards yeah. and upwards. And from you, Craig. Yeah. Let's just fingers crossed for the, the injury news in the next couple of days. I think. And yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to say before anyone starts to feel sorry for themselves, just think how hard it must be to be a Manchester United fan at the moment. Or, or Liverpool. I think Villa just scored their fifth, seventh, <laughs> seventh. No, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Good night, everyone.
It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.